27 sailed away from this dock. They were looking forward to a great day together when suddenly things took a turn for the worse. An urgent search and rescue mission is underway after a shark dive boat was capsized by a freak wave. On one of my diving trips, I was deep down in a crevice and I saw something. We just arrived in Australia. We're about to meet Greg. Like they've never been apart. Here we are. Kicking back with your sweetheart. She gets me good. Tomorrow, that's gonna be us right in there. That's audio from Gerald Racionado's Cage Dive. The trailer for the film has close to 1 million views on YouTube and chances are you've never heard of it. You'll find out why during this interview. Hello and welcome to the Cinema Australia podcast. My name is Matthew Eels. In this episode, I'm speaking with Gerald about his new movie, a terrifying found footage film shot off the coast of South Australia. It follows a group of young Americans who have come to Australia to shoot an audition tape of sorts, which includes cage diving with great white sharks. After a horrible accident, the group are left stranded at sea and the inevitable ensues. Cage Dive will have its Australian premiere at the Gold Coast Film Festival and wider audiences can catch the film in cinemas later this year. Anyway, enjoy. Well, welcome to the Cinema Australia podcast. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you taking the time to be with us. It's an absolute pleasure. So tell us about Cage Dive. Uh, what's it about? Well, Cage Dive is about um, three Americans from California who decide to make an audition tape for a reality uh, TV show, kind of like Survivor or um, The Great uh, Race. Sorry, what's that show called again? The Amazing Race. The Amazing That's Race, the, yes. Yeah, The Amazing Race. So they, and to make their audition tape unique, they decide to document their trip to Australia where they're going to go shark cage diving. And so everything, uh, as you can imagine, goes wrong on the shark cage dive and they end up in the water with the sharks without a cage. And it is truly terrifying. <laughs> uh, where has the film screened uh, so far? Well, it had its uh, world premiere at the Sidious International Film Festival in Barcelona, 
and uh, that so that was last year. And um, it also screened at the Glasgow Film Festival, and that's that's it thus far. How have, it, oh, sorry, how have uh, audiences reacted to it? Well, it uh, had a, it had some very very great reviews uh, at the Sidgis Festival. It also had some good reviews at Gladsco as well. And the main thing that people are saying, I guess, is that the sharks look so incredibly real, which is fantastic for me because that was one of my goals was that I couldn't believe that the movies that had come out prior to this that the sharks always look fake all the time, and um, because they they do these really kind of uncharacteristic things uh, that doesn't, you know, really happen. So I was like, well, I really want to get it right, you know, and I want to work with people who can make it look good. So I worked with the uh, Swedish company Important Looking Pirates and we got the sharks looking real. They really, really do. Um, so Cage Dive is set to have its uh, Australian premiere at the Gold Coast Film Festival. Are you anticipating a different reaction from Australian audiences uh, compared to international <laughs> audiences considering our love uh, of the ocean uh, and that the threat of a shark attack in Australia is very real? Yeah, well, I'm actually I'm really, really curious to see how an Australian audience reacts to it and... Uh, I think that they're going to react to it really good because in the story the American characters come to Australia. So, um, and you're right about that, about it is a real threat here. So I think Australians take shark movies pretty seriously and this is a a serious, realistic take on it. It's not like a Sharknado or movies in that kind of B-movie genre. So why sharks? Why did you want to make a film uh, based around, uh, you know, this kind of environment? Well, I've I've always wanted to make a shark movie from as long as I can remember because my dad showed me Jaws when I was really young, probably too young, and um, that just started this fascination. And so I'd always wanted to make one, but I, I thought there were a lot of bad movies, bad shark movies coming out too. So I thought, how could I make this different? As much as I was motivated to make one, I was demotivated from all the crap that was coming out. And then one day I, the idea just hit me during shark week when I was watching the documentaries, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. (laughs) And, um, and this unique take on the movie evolved and I just quickly, you know, jumped out of my chair and, and wrote it all down and it, the story came quite quickly. So you do, uh, with the back, the people who have backed the film, did it take uh, much convincing to get uh, to get the producers and that on board? It was really a miracle what happened to me. So at first it was um, my parents who helped invest. Um, but, you know, I had to pitch to them as well, like... Uh, and they knew, you know, from many years of me having a strong passion in film. And then I, when I pitched them the idea, like did like a, you know, PowerPoint presentation to them and, and it just made sense to them. 
So they gave me a bit of money to start doing it. And then I went location scouting and I met this person named Paul Adams who was taking me out on a yacht for two days to look at locations in Harvey Bay. And uh, he just heard about the movie and I thought at the time he was sounding very interested in the movie and said he wanted to invest. But later on he told me that it was more so me rather than the movie just my my passion and the fire in my eyes he felt if anyone was going to do this it was going to be me so did you always uh, intend to make a found footage film or was there ever a time when you just wanted to make a, a, a movie based around this yeah well the that was part of the spark of the idea was that there hadn't been a found footage shark film before so this has been five years in the making and found footage was a little bit more new, you know, five years ago than what it is now. Um, it's a bit sad that a lot of people have overdone it and done really, really poor jobs. And then straight away when you hear kind of found footage, um, it leaves a bad taste in some people's mouths. But they, but once they actually see this film, they realise, oh, this has actually taken a lot of care to be good and entertaining throughout the whole film. And so, yeah, that was the initial spark. I was like, uh, what better way to make a shark movie and to do it differently than to do it in that found footage style because you are put in the water with the sharks in the most realistic way. So what's a good uh, found footage film to you? Yeah, well, this is... Uh... <laughs> Um, well, you know, I got to say, and maybe a lot of people don't agree with me, but when the first paranormal activity came out, I, if paranormal activity hadn't been made, perhaps this film wouldn't have been done the way that it was. So, uh, cause I was quite a good, a good, um, found footage movie is usually when an independent filmmaker does it Yes. and then a studio gets a hold of it. But usually when a studio makes one from the outset, it becomes it, it loses its soul, and you can kind of tell that there's really actually an, an experienced cameraman holding a big camera with wires wires coming out, and there's an assistant holding the wires. It doesn't feel like it's one of the characters filming. Yes. So, what about something like the Blair Witch Project? Is that what you mean by an independent found footage film? Something that is that is that good to you? Well, the Blair Witch Project was the very first one that came out in found footage and I was pretty young when that came out. So I actually didn't see it when it first came out. I saw it years later. So my first experience was paranormal activity and, uh, but Blair Witch Project did a really good way and did a really good thing in being genuine, making people feel that it, that it's real and terrifying. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't, um, it wasn't an influence because I, I hadn't seen it in the cinema or anything like that, like I did with Paranormal. Can you tell us about uh, putting this cast of terrific actors together? Because they are all uh, very good in it. Yeah, so, well, I knew right away, once again from, like, seeing Paranormal Activity, that the, uh, uh, the cast is the most important thing in the movie in a found footage movie, but in this one, in Cage Diver, was also the CGI as well. 
but now we're talking about the cast. So it was a big, big process, and I auditioned in New South Wales and in Queensland. I auditioned in Coolangatta and then flew to Sydney and looking for these these three people that had that were not only great individually, but they had a charisma when they were together. So I, I auditioned in groups, kind of like the way that start the original Star Wars was auditioned. They um, had Harrison Ford and uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill as a trio that were that worked together. And so I was splitting up people in in three in groups of three and seeing which ones worked good and eventually came up with the best fit. Wow. So they all obviously got along very well uh, uh, behind the scenes? Yeah. Um, everyone was very dedicated and they had to get in the water a long, a long time, um, which I think that some got kind of annoyed with that by the end of it. But, you know, I got all my shots and we all worked together until we did it right. You're listening to the Cinema Australia podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud or at cinemaaustralia.com.au. Did any of them have any uh, reservations about shooting in in real open water? Because this is all in real open water, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, um, if they did, they didn't tell me about it. (laughs) I think everyone wanted to act like they were tough. I don't want to ask you how much of the film was shot in uh, real open water compared to uh, in a pool, say, because uh, I don't want to destroy any of the magic uh, of the film. But how far offshore were you? Um, well, you could see you could see land, but we were pretty far offshore. Like it would be difficult to to swim back. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I read a story about a whale carcass uh, bringing tiger sharks close to the chute. Uh, were there any close calls? Was that is that is that a true story? Did I read that correctly? Yeah, well, it's kind of funny. Um, the day that we were going out to shoot the open water scenes in Harvey Bay, uh, we were told that there were some dead whale carcasses that were bringing in real tiger sharks and great white sharks and they'd been sighted in the area, we were told not to go in the water. And I I put the cast aside because I'm an honest person and I want to let everyone know, and if something did happen, I would, I would want it to be known that I let everybody know beforehand of the risks. So I pulled them aside and told them what I just said then, that there had been sharks sighted in the area, and, you know, we had to shoot because I flew everybody in, but I still gave them the opportunity that if they didn't feel comfortable, we didn't have to, and all of them said, yes, let's do it. And fortunately, we didn't really encounter, you know, any, yeah, there wasn't any problems. So, What kind of safety precautions did you take? We had a diver who was... Uh, you know, g- going under the water during takes and, and keeping a lookout, you know, as much as you can be protected without having a giant net around you. Yes. 
Uh, one of the film's great achievements is that it's, it's very difficult to tell the difference between the practical effects and uh, the digital shark effects. How, how much of the film was practical, uh, the sharks in particular? Yeah, I'm really glad that that came off the way it did because uh, I'm sure there are, there are lots of directors that want to be able to achieve that, that say, hey, you won't be able to tell between the practical and the visual effects, and you always can. You know, like Deep Blue Sea is a great movie, but you can tell where the CGI is and where the practical effects are. Um, so, sorry, can you repeat the question again? Oh. How much of it is? So, yeah, yeah how much of the film is uh, digital and how much is uh, practical in terms of the sharks? Yeah, well, there's a really easy way of um, answering that, and that is that basically when they go shark cage diving and we're on the shark cage boat and we see sharks, that's real sharks, when they're inside the cage and filming, that's real sharks. And then basically when the wave hits and they swim out of the cage, all the rest is CGI. Wow. I would not believe that for a second. It it, it truly does just look so real. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's a featurette that's going to be coming out that shows some visual effects breakdowns. Wow, I can't wait to see it. Um, You've said that, uh, above all, your goal with Cage Dive was to recreate the magic you had experienced uh, watching Spielberg and Lucas and uh, Cameron in your youth. Uh, Can you elaborate on that a little more? Yeah, sure. Well, I've been really fortunate because my dad um, showed me, you know, all those great movies and, uh, you know, started off with, the original Star Wars, Episode 4, 5, and 6, and uh, and Jaws, as I mentioned before, and Back to the Future, and Jurassic Park. And this movie I kind of consider like along the lines of Jurassic Park, as in that they didn't know how they were going to do the dinosaurs at first. They were going to do, you know, stop, stop animation, and then Spielberg saw them do a, a CGI test of a walking dinosaur. And then he knew that's how they had to do it. And that's kind of how I felt when I saw these guys in Sweden do the visual effects. I was like, wow, you know, that's that's how you, you have to do it. I don't want to have a fake fin in the water. But, yeah, so I would love, I would love to bring the, the magic back of, you know, basically the, the 70s and 80s, the, those movies, um, you know, Indiana Jones as well. So, um you know, if people love those type of movies and think, well, they don't make them like that anymore, my intention is to be making movies like that. Great. That's very welcome. <laughs> uh, Australians are very pra- passionate about the ocean and the media have a field day uh, whenever there's a fatal shark attack in Australia. Uh, and with that comes a wave of controversy about uh, what should or should not be done to prevent further attacks. Are you prepared to face any backlash uh, that cage dive could potentially face uh, because of the negative way it portrays sharks? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um yeah, I am a bit sad about that because, you know, funny enough, the intention of this movie was to not be like the other shark films, as in, you know, some of the other shark films is basically like if you go into the beach, if you dip your toe into the water, a shark is going to come bite your foot off. And this was more like they went out 
shark cage diving, so they were looking for trouble. The water was baited. They brought in the sharks. They got them vicious. They got them hungry. And then a twist of fate from Mother Nature puts them in the water while they've incited the shark. And so uh, I was trying as much as I possibly can I don't know how much I have achieved it, but I was trying to not demonize sharks. And I love sharks. And um, and I have an even greater respect for them after making this movie. So I hope that people do see that. And I'm going to be av- ad- advocating it anyway and advocating my respect for sharks. Great answer. That's a good answer. Uh, so, so when can Australian audiences expect to see the film uh, after this screening? Is there a release date planned? Uh, there hasn't been one announced as of yet, so I I can't really say at the moment. But I dare say that there will be, like in the next week or so, there will be an announcement. But I I will say like around August. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, are, there, are there any plans to release a trailer soon? Because I, I noticed that uh, Bloody Disgusting had an exclusive trailer, which has now been removed. Yeah, well, we well that was before we had deals that were done, and that was a trailer that I edited myself, and you can still find it online when you type in Cage Dive Trailer. And um, the sales agent and all that were trying to take it down, but uh, they've failed in that. <laughs> And so you can still see that trailer online. And I believe the team, um, I believe the US team are working on a trailer right now. And I can't say when that will be released, but hopefully soon. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, join the Cinema Australia podcast. And uh, all the best for the Australian premiere uh, tomorrow night at the Gold Coast Film Festival. I hope it all goes very well. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Thanks for the great questions. Thank you for listening to the Cinema Australia podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on both iTunes and SoundCloud. For all the latest Australian film news, reviews, features and interviews, you can visit www.cinemaaustralia.com.au. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube at Cinema Australia.